This is Tort Talk with Terrence A. Gross, a board-certified personal injury lawyer. Welcome back to Tort Talk. I am your host, Paul Stadden. I'm the guy that asks a lot of questions because I'm really curious, and hopefully I'm standing in for you, the listener, asking the kind of questions that you would want to hear answered from an official, actual, real, certified lawyer. Hey, you know what? That makes me think we should be talking about certifications today. I know just the guy to talk to about it. Thankfully, he's here in the studio with me, and that would be Terrence Gross of Gross & Schuster. Welcome, Terrence. Glad to be here. Glad to be able to talk to you. So we've talked in the past about uh, you know things like being board certified and the kind of things that you would want to look for in a lawyer to tell you, yes, this person's skilled, this person is knowledgeable, this person understands what they're supposed to be doing in a courtroom or with my paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. And I know that there are like entities that rate lawyers, kind of like an, you know, and I don't want to say Angie's List or Yelp for lawyers, but you know maybe that's kind of gives people a little bit of a visual of what they're trying to we're trying to talk about here and this helps people know well is this a person i should retain for an auto accident so let's talk about these ratings and certifications what are they are they valid and legit what should i be looking for super question um let's talk about board certification uh quickly uh, i am board certified uh there's very few board certified civil trial lawyers in the state of florida there's over 100,000 lawyers about 2,500 are board certified civil trial lawyers, so only two and a half percent. And of those, many of them probably represent insurance companies, so they're not going to help you in a car wreck. So you're probably left with about 1% of all the lawyers are board certified plaintiff's lawyers uh, representing personal injury uh, people. So that's one thing to look for. The next thing, uh, the average person wouldn't know this, but lawyers know this. So if I am going to pick a lawyer, and I've done this before because sometimes I got to select out-of-state lawyers. I just had a, a client who was uh, injured in Delaware, and I couldn't settle, so I had to get a Delaware lawyer. I don't know any Delaware lawyers, oh. so I did what you, everybody else would do. I Googled personal injury lawyers up in that county in Delaware, but I, as an educated consumer, was able to go through the ads and get to the meat of the bone. And okay. I actually picked a very good uh, lawyer. But one of the things I wanted to know was, was he rated by Martindale Hubble? Martindale Hubble is a rating entity for lawyers. It's been around for over 100 years. And lawyers are rated by other lawyers and judges. So it's a peer review. And the highest rating they will give, and this is a nationwide, every state's got Martindale Hubble. Oh, is, is it Martin space Dale Hubble or Martindale Hubble? I don't know. Well, you know what? I can Google it either way. I was just curious. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Martindale Hubble will rate you, and the highest rating they give is AV, V as in Victor, AV. So an AV lawyer is a very rare lawyer, I'd say less than 5%. Of the lawyers are AV rated, I'm AV rated. Uh, so that would help. And the lawyer I picked in Delaware was AV rated. So I said, okay. And and when I found the guy, he was I felt like, I thought I was talking to myself, oh, really. Okay. <laughs> so so this guy was board certified AV rated. So I was on, on a roll. Now there's some new stuff. So with the millennials and whatever, there's always organizations. So I never heard of this, but there's something called AVO. I don't even know what it stands for. A V V O. It's another lawyer rating thing uh 
you know, that people Google and they go to Avo and they can find lawyers, uh, the highest rating they give is a 10. Okay. If you look me up, I'm a 10. Cool. So I'm, I, I got the board certification, I got the AV, and now I got the 10. Then they got something called super lawyers. I don't know how it works. Uh, all I know is I'm a super lawyer. I mean, they, okay. all of a sudden I got something in the mail and they go, you're a super lawyer, Do you, whatever. So I don't really know much about the rating system. I don't know how many lawyers are super lawyers. I, I, I suspect it's less than 20%. I don't know because mm-hmm. I know everybody's not a super lawyer. But I, they've never told me how I became one. or may, I just think they looked mm. at my bio or whatever. I'm not sure. Then uh, it goes on and on. There's other entities. There's one called the, uh, I think it's called the Million Dollar Lawyer Forum, which means they've had to had a, at least a million dollar settlement or jury verdict. And I'm one of those. But I will give you a caveat about that. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. a little dubious about this one. And here's why I am. Let's pretend you're a young lawyer. Okay. And you dabble in personal injury. You're no specialist whatsoever. But all of a sudden the phone rings and it's somebody that's been in this horrible wreck that got your name from somebody. They come in, they retain you, and they've been run over by a Greyhound bus and they can never work again and they have all these surgeries. And you settle the case a year later for a million dollars. But what if the case was worth three million? So yes, you settle for a million. You're in the you can you can send it in. Now you're in the million dollar advocates form, whatever it's called. But does that make you a great lawyer? It, it just means you were lucky enough to get a big case, right? Because really, getting a big case sometimes is like winning the the lottery. I mean, uh, it, it, people go to lawyers for different reasons. They make I've had people go to their real estate lawyer for a personal injury case. You know, so at the end of the day. Being in the million dollar form, I I don't I'm not that impressed by it. Okay. It, it just means you were lucky enough to maybe get a big case. And, Got a lottery and, ticket. Okay. Right, yeah, it could have been. And, and and we don't know. I mean, it, it's not a it's not a good thing or bad thing. So I'm in it. I mean, I'm I'm in it and, and so forth. But it, it, if you're not in it, it doesn't mean that you're a bad lawyer. Um Right. Right. You won fifty nine hundred thousand dollar cases. You know, maybe that does make you better than the guy who won the one million dollar case. So, right. um, and this reminds me, I've I've written a lot about search engine optimization and being able to find people and this kinds of thing. And uh, you know, the more that you show up in these kinds of things, it, it is, it begins to lend that credence, that that air of yes, this person actually knows what they're doing. So, someone like you who shows up in all of these different listings, you're not showing up in one, you're not showing up in two, you're showing up in ten. You know, it's, it's like the New York Times referring to your blog as a source for something. Suddenly you have a bunch of credibility and suddenly your page starts rising in the ranks. And so this kind of thing is is really important for looking for a lawyer. And, you know, listen to the kind of sites and places that Terrence is talking about. Sites, plural. When you're looking for a lawyer, you know, if you just went to that million dollar club thing and you found somebody on there and you said, oh, well, he did one for a million dollars. Research done. I found my lawyer. You may not be satisfied with your results. You could be. Again, he could get lucky again with you. But maybe looking at more places is worthwhile. So are there more certifications that people should be looking for? Maybe, you know, stuff, again, you you said, uh, you know, these are things that lawyers would know, you know, like the VO or the uh, the AVO and those kinds of things. 
But as the average person, what can we do to look for for more certifications that tells us, hey, this lawyer is somebody good? Well, then you can go to the lawyer's website. I would say go to the website. Now, some lawyers on the websites, you know, they, they brag about their settlements, this verdict and whatever, and all these kind of things. We don't do that. Ours is more educational. But if you just look at my bio, if you look closely, you'll you'll see um, that I, I've taught at Pensacola State for over 30 years on this subject. You'll see that I've written on this subject. I've lectured. I've given over a hundred seminars on personal injury law. I've lectured at Florida State University. I've lectured at Cumberland Law School. Um, and I've lectured throughout the state and I've lectured lawyers. Uh, I, I've been on the, uh, uh, the grievance committee. I'm currently on the Florida Bar's arbitration uh, committee. I arbitrate attorney fee disputes between lawyers and clients in the state of Florida. Uh, so those type of things you could pick if you really look at it. I think the reviews are very important too, because, um, you know, the other thing I got a pet peeve. Yes, I've been out 43 years, but guess what? I know some lawyers that have been out about 40 years mm -hmm. that I've known my whole career. Right. That never really were that good. And they're no ah. better today. If you want to be truthful. And I'm sure there's some youngish lawyers that have been out five and six and eight years, like my sons maybe, that are very good. Mm -hmm. So I don't think, just because a lawyer's been out 40 years, I don't know that that makes them any better knowledgeable. If they were lazy 40 years ago, they could be lazy today. <laughs> I don't know. So it, it, it's helpful to know. Now, if a lawyer's been out one year, I don't know that I would take my complex case to some lawyer that's been out one year. Um, but, uh, it just all depends. You know, there's just, every, we're all different. Um, I, I think in my son's cases, uh, they, they've, they've through osmosis, just having me as their dad all these years, uh, they're way wiser than other young lawyers that maybe went out on their own. Uh, my son-in-law, his dad was a trial lawyer as well as his, his dad was two years behind me at FSU. So again, they're way wiser than their years. And, uh, you know, the, I'm always a sounding board. Uh, I, I give them complex advice or questions they ask me are crazy good <laughs> and, uh, and all the scenarios that come up. So anyway, just things to look at. I think you should trust your instincts. But when I think people, if you Google them, you, you don't go to the top ad. You go to the <laughs> maybe the organic. So if you want the best restaurant in Pensacola, the best Italian, you don't go to the ads. You go to what people are saying uh, lower, down there. So that's what I would look at. I think most people know that. I would sort of hope so. When I'm looking for an expert, I look for somebody who can talk off the cuff about it, talks about it a lot does a lot of educational things because you want to position yourself as an expert. And this is true in any field that you're in. You know, uh, if you want to convince people that you know about, well, let's just say something I know about podcasting. Well, you go to the forums, you go to the live events, you go to the places where people are, where you can talk about this stuff. They can ask you questions, press you and see that, yeah, you actually know what you're talking about. So giving lectures, teaching, uh, uh, you you, uh, what school, PJC or, or yeah. PSC, sorry, old chestnut there, Pensacola State College for 30 years. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you want to see. Can you impart the knowledge to other people? Now, if you want to take advantage of the knowledge that Terrence has, not only can you listen to the Tort Talk podcast, of course, but you could also call Terrence at Gross and & Schuster. And how can people get a hold of you? Well, two ways. One by phone, uh, 850-434-3333.
or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com. Sounds fantastic, and I will do. And you're going to want to tune in next week. Tune in. There's an old other chestnut right there. You're going to want to download the episode and listen to it next week. Uh, We're going to be talking about pursuing a judgment against a person. How can you do it? What are the limits of coverage in settling cases? And we're going to be able to give you some more advice on that. I say we, but really it's going to be Terrence. So see you next time, Terrence. Take care. (laughs) 